0: Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk, back again with you guys for another episode of our Raw Reaction series and specifically the Arsenal News Show. I hope you're doing good, hope you're doing well this morning on match day. uh, Only three days ago we were playing Chelsea and yet... We already face another really tough challenge uh, this afternoon, early this afternoon, of course, 12.30 kickoff this p.m. So if you're listening in the Western world, maybe you guys are staying up. I've spoken to a few people this morning that said they're staying up uh, if they're living in North or South America until the early hours um, to watch the game this morning. It's going to be a tough one, but uh, you got to stick it out. It's the commitment. It's the passion have the utmost respect for our global listeners that tune in at ridiculous hours our eastern listeners however have got a nice chilled afternoon match to f- to get themselves involved in i suppose so uh it's gonna be a tough one if you haven't already checked out our preview show make sure you tune in for yesterday's i was joined by a fantastic group of people vinnie king and ojo all looked ahead to tomorrow's uh tomorrow well it was tomorrow yesterday now it's today today's game and uh, yeah it was a really really good discussion anyway uh, let's say good morning to everybody who's joining us in the chat box Matt G good morning to you to Anthony to Manu to Harvey to Jason Joshua good morning guys Paul Simon Trevor uh, Steve Bruce X shall oh, I tell you they are quick they are fast at getting in there in the chat box I tell you Kevin good morning to you Damien as well uh, Mike Freeman thank you so much for becoming a member mate. really appreciate your continued support of the channel that's really really kind of you and i'm sure that all of the members are already welcoming you into the crew i could already see print plenty of welcome messages as well in the chat box which is fantastic bonjour hubert hope you're doing good gunny good morning to you to lewis to harvey and uh brilliant one as well alvaro good morning guys emily good morning to you uh t- yes and tom is wearing black checkered shirt with no buttons huh. there is actually buttons on this shirt they're just not done up dan Lovely stuff. Lovely stuff. Anyway, uh, let's crack on with today's stories. And we start, of course, with Mikel Arteta's press conference, which was yesterday in which he confirmed that uh, the likes of Tommy Tomi and Lacazette will be available, which is great. Um, but also was speaking interestingly about his future um, and about how he was asked to be uh, the Arsenal manager um, after Arsene Wenger left and was very, very close to accepting that job and actually the club instead had chose to go for Unai Emery. It would have been meant. It was, quite, it was quite mad when Arteta took the job when he did, because he was still very inexperienced. Imagine if he'd have taken over. Um, imagine if he'd have taken over the job when Arsene Wenger left. How inexperienced he would have been then! Wow, very very difficult indeed um, to see that of of working out. I know that it's it's been a tough two and a bit years that he's been here, of course, but. Uh, it's, what could have happened if he'd have taken over Aston Villa? Wow, that would have been very, very different indeed. Uh, imagine Meza Ozil but still being here for significantly longer. I don't know why this picture is, is so off-centre. That's a really poor preparation. <laughs> Let's try and sort that out quickly. Uh, but Takahiro Tomiyasu has, of course, returned uh, to full training, as we know, this week. And it's fantastic to see him in uh in the emirates of course where they trained yesterday and arteta saying that if he did indeed train well uh he would be available so based upon these images it does certainly look like tommy asu will be available whether he starts is another question we don't know whether or not he's going to be involved from the start but should certainly be available uh, at some point during the game if you want to build up his fitness Gabriel Magalhaes also will, of course, be available. But from a transfer perspective, Barcelona have admitted defeat already. It took just a week from the point in which we started talking about this story to now. And specifically the fact that Barca have gone, nope. We aren't going to be able to get him. And we knew from Gabriel's interview that he did a week ago where he talked about his commitment to the club and how he's happy and he considers Arsenal his home. That It was always going to be difficult for a team to come and pry him away from Arsenal. But fantastic stuff that Gabriel will be staying at the club. And I'm looking forward to seeing him develop further. He needs to improve a lot of aspects of his game because I think some of them have been highlighted so far this season as, as areas of development. But certainly a player with plenty more potential and a lot more to see from him in the future. Alexandre Lacazette, however, has been told by William Gallas that he should probably look to move on. In fact, William Gallas went as far as to say that he feels that Arteta, or rather Lacazette, has got a problem with Arteta, specifically because uh, Bamiang and Lacazette played together for much of their time during the Unai Emery era. And then when Arteta came in, Lacazette spent a lot of time on the bench with Aubameyang starting as the lone striker uh, and not playing in the wide areas. bit strange, uh, and I'm not surprised to see William Gallas, of all people, making these rather odd comments. But uh, I don't think there's been any issue between Lacazette and Arteta. It's continued to be fine. He's continued to be very committed to the club and speak about the club in, in praising fashion he spoke recently about his ambitions to play for champions league football of course and that was a little bit of uh, I, I didn't particularly like the comments the timing in them was was pretty awful but who doesn't want to play in the champions league at the end of the day so there is always that to consider as well uh moving on to our penultimate story and dominic calvert-lewin has confirmed to be uh certainly one of arsenal's targets still uh there were reports coming out early last week that we had dropped all interest in Calvert-Lewin but according to David Ornstein that isn't the case he still remains part of Arsenal's list of players that they will be monitoring and considering as transfer targets for the future but that report from David Ornstein was combined with our headline story of the day which is that Arsenal's interest in Gabriel Jesus is very much real and specifically we could find him as an Arsenal player this summer talks between his representatives and Arsenal have been taking place for a number of weeks the clubs are still expected to take uh their probably their talks after the end of the season. Now, this is going to be the poll for today, as you would imagine. It makes the most sense for us to have a poll on this. He would be available for a very reasonable fee, around 30 million pound mark. Many expects the price tag to be because he's only got a year left on his contract. I just simply want to know is Gabriel Jesus one of the two fours that you would be open to signing? So let's get this poll going in the chat box. Would you be happy with Gabriel Jesus as one of the two forwards, and that's crucial, that we sign in the summer? Okay, so you can get your votes in on that poll, and... uh, Let us know how you feel about Gabriel Jesus. For me, I would be voting yes, is my opinion. I am very happy with seeing Gabriel Jesus linked to the club. It shows another player that's from a Premier League club that starts plenty of games, Manchester City. It's difficult to be starting week in, week out. Um, for Manchester City because they have such a a quality of depth in their sides. And so he rotates in, he rotates with Sterling and Mahrez, of course, plays plenty of matches. And I think that if he was given more responsibility to be more of a starter, especially a team like Arsenal, I would be very, very, very happy uh, with Gabriel Jesus. He's he's still in his mid-20s, 25 years of age, right-footed, can play at striker, can play second striker, can play on a wide area as well. Versatility is really strong. And I look forward to doing a tactical breakdown on him towards the end of, well, at the end of the season when we're going to be doing all of our tactical breakdowns on players after we've got all of the data from the whole of the 21-22 season um but let's get some initial reaction from you guys in the chat box regarding gabriel jesus kyle says 100 percent bring him in paul says jesus could be a gem like odegaard if given enough playing time one of two and it would have to be one of two says michael and then it's a yes harvey says for 35 million pounds yes matt says absolute no-brainer but ggt if you says no wouldn't be bringing him in and t irving points out that would be our third gabriel at the club that is pretty impressive when you think about it reese he works hard he does indeed every manchester city player is, has expectations to work Hard. Manudo saying Gabriel Jesus, I don't know how to feel about it. Gabriel FC says Lewis and Vishal says, I like the prospect of getting Gabriel Jesus, but does it make sense to get Gakpo and Jesus? Are either of them the twenty to thirty goal striker that we desperately need? To be honest, I think that with Gakpo, there is an argument that He's more of that wide player that we're looking at. It seems that we're looking at two forwards and possibly even a wide player on top of that. We don't know what's going to be happening with Nicolas Pepe in the summer. And Gakpo or Jesus could fulfill the role of that wide player. I think that we would still see a really quality forward be targeted in the summer. But we would have to wait and see what ultimately happens. Anyway, that completes all of today's stories, which means we're going to move to the chat box and your questions. So make sure you're getting your your chat box questions in there. And we'll go through as many of them as possible feasibly possible okay let's uh let's jump into the chat and see what questions we've got and some more reaction to the Gabriel Jesus news Clive joining us from the Arsenal Vision podcast if you haven't checked out the Arsenal Vision podcast reaction show to the Chelsea win do it just to hear Clive's voice break away from the dulcet, relaxing tones that we're used to into pure elation, and what's even sounded a bit like sadistic delight at times. It was great, Clive. It was a fantastic reaction show. Make sure you check it out if you haven't done so already. But Clive says, "Jesus, centre forward and right wing, perfect. Need the second guy to be a centre forward, left wing, like a gackpo." Or a Nunez. absolutely agree. Uh, Ekk says Jesus works hard at City and I have no doubt that he will play well for Arsenal. Makes sense to go for a player that will be committed to the cause than a big name and a big price tag. T- Salou says just like Lille they had Jonathan David, Jonathan Bamba and Jonathan Ikone, Arsenal try and do the same here with the Gabriels. Uh, Shreyas says Calvert Lewin and Jesus for a cheap would be great. Actually, Calvert Lewin, I'm less. Uh, sold by, especially after this season, but we'll see. Gunny says, Tom, please give me three positive reasons why we'll beat United today to calm my nerves. Gunny, the three positives that I can give you is obviously that the, the win against Chelsea would have given us a massive boost confidence-wise, a huge uh, boost of desire to go into this game and, and get those three points to try and keep us in the race. Knocking Manchester United out, being the second one as a rival, That extra incentive, too, and the fact that we've now found a forward who can get a couple of goals and Smith Rose back in the goals and Saka is as well. It was a great result which got confidence up in plenty of crucial players. Three reasons to be very confident about today, mate. Uh, Amar says, If Jesus in the second striker, then yes. If he is the main number nine, he's not top four. What's it? Wow, that's mad to say that Gabriel Jesus is not top four quality. I think that is. Very, very harsh on Gabriel Jesus, that is for sure. Let's see how the poll's going at the moment. 90% of people, 91, are saying yes on Gabriel Jesus at this point in time. Casto says, I'm on the fence with this one, Tom. That's why I've no, not I've not voted whether I would like Jesus. As I said previously, we are linked with a different striker every day slash week. The difference with this link is that it's coming from with now David Ornstein and Fabrizio Romano this morning talking about it, Arsenal's interest much more legitimate the agreement not so much a reliable bit of information but arsenal have been interested in talks for some amount of time now dennis Burkamp tuning in today thank you dennis for tuning in says i enjoyed watching the game on chelsea tv it's satisfying listening to their heartbreak every time we scored i'll be doing the same on manu tv tomorrow uh a says jesus ain't a great finisher uh or more of a poacher slight upgrade from eddie what would you describe the difference between what a finisher and a poacher is poachers still have to finish it's a difficult one isn't it i understand what you're talking about maybe creating chances for themselves rather than just being on the end of opportunities but arsenal have actually needed someone to be better on the end of chances than we have actually had already Let's wait and see. Abe says, "Think Arteta wants a physical striker, along with a Jesus, Abraham, Ozimen, or Calvert Lewin." I think this is the way that we need to move: is we need to move for a more diminutive forward, like a Jesus or Israel Felix or a Lautaro Martinez, and then go for a you know one of the bigger boys, the Ozymens, the Nunezes of this world, uh, as an alternative. Uh, lastone says uh, do you think we should sign uh, madison to play both as a wide player or compete with odegaard i think he can play in that wide not wide but i think he can play in that left central midfield role that jack has been playing in as a more offensive styled central midfielder he plays in left center midfield for leicester on a number of occasions i think that he could fit to play with martin odegaard and give arsenal plenty of exciting attacking progressive play so I think that's something that we should definitely consider. Adam says, Tom, would you be open to a new deal for Nketiah followed by a long-term loan, two years, to give him playing time? Probably not. Um, I just don't think it suits Arsenal, to be honest. I think it's one that we just... I think we, despite his goals against Chelsea, at the moment in time, I'm still saying that we need to move on and bring in two quality forwards. Uh, Stephen Foot, uh, great to see you the other day, Stephen. By the way, uh, Tom, do you think that Mikel is heading towards a fluid forward line that upsets static defences? We've always played very uh, in a very stretched fashion at times. You know, Saka and Martinelli and Smith Rowe getting those cutbacks, but mostly seeing the likes of Tierney really stretching on the left-hand side. And then when Cedric's coming on the right-hand side, although his those deliveries have just not been as good as we need them to be. I want to see more stretching of the defence. And I want to see us playing even wider at times with a right footer on the right side and a left footer on the left side from a fullback perspective. If you are going to play with those inverted wingers, that gives you the chance to overlap and invert those passes and get the one-twos and the triangles going. But what I would say is that I think that we are moving towards... What you would describe as more fluid, especially if we play with a more of that false nine style number nine. But if we go for like an Ozimen or a Nunez, you'd expect that fluidity to be. Slightly less because you'd imagine that they'd play on the last defender and run off them and get into space and, you know, pull off the last defender at times. Um, I'll pull away from them and, and pull into space, if you know what I mean. You know, where did you see the Benzema go against Chelsea, like where he went forwards and then came backwards and then, you know, attacked the header? Thierry Henry talked about it a lot. Those types of movements. So maybe that's what we'll have to wait and see. Um <laughs> Liam Costello in the chat. So his prediction for today, Arsenal two, United Two scorers will be Campbell and Vella for Arsenal. Scorers will be Carrick and Tevez. Uh, for Manchester United. Liam, you're in a different era, mate. Different era. But I appreciate you tuning into the show. Drop a like on the video if you really could do. Clive says, Jesus' uh, hold-up play is amazing. Perfect fit to a combination of Eddie and Lacquer while covering right wing also. Andrew says, would you rather Chelsea win their next two matches securing at least a top five finish for Arsenal or lose their next two opening for a top four race? I would rather Chelsea lose. I would absolutely rather Chelsea lose because it gives another team that we could possibly uh, be in a race with. If Man United could take points off them, I don't mind that. If We can, we need to get a win against Man United today. But I'm hoping that West Ham can do something against Chelsea. That's what I'm hoping and looking forward to seeing. Uh, Reece says, where are the Arteta out bandwagons gone? <laughs> Look, at the end of the day, everyone's entitled to their opinion. I don't think there's anything wrong with having a view on the manager and wanting change and wanting better. If you can explain it, it's about the abusers. That's what we've got the issues with. Tulip says, would like us to add Jesus. I think Pepe will leave. And if so, we need three forward players, a Gapo Jesus, and a Schick or David type of profile. I mean, Schick and David are quite dissimilar, actually. There's there's a lot of differences between them. I'd say Schick's your more natural number nine, your more physical characteristic number nine, whereas David is, is not an out-and-out number nine and plays more so off of the forward than he does as that number nine. Can play on his own. But it would be more similar to Lacazette than he would to Patrick Schick in that number nine role, to be honest. Uh, Andrew says, would you rather see Chelsea win their next two matches? Oh, we've done that one. Uh, Olu says, hey, Tom, Gabriel Jesus has scored 53 league goals from a 72.93 XG since joining Manchester City. Does his lack of clinical finishing bother you? The variance is huge. It's a fair point, you know. Uh, he's expected to score nearly 73 goals and he's scored 53. The number of chances that Manchester City create often uh, leads to the... When you miss a chance for City, you know that you're going to get another one. And I know that seems like a really strange way to argue the point because you'd want them to be taking all of them. But I would be interested to see like a striker's XG at a top, top club compared to like you look at those players like Jonathan David at Lille this season. You look at someone like Ivan Toni at Brentford where the chances aren't as frequent. And I think maybe that puts you into a mindset that if you aren't taking that chance, that you know you're going to get another one soon. Whereas there's more... It encourages players, I suppose, to be more clinical at times when they're playing for a team that aren't creating as much. Perhaps that's why. There's so many factors that are involved in in XG, especially at certain clubs and, and differences between clubs. Maybe it would change. And it also depends on the type of chances that you create as well. We'll have to wait and see. I think that Jesus needs to be given confidence. I think that's the big thing for him. I think the confidence is is what we need. Um, And hopefully we can see that one day. Uh, Michael says, are you worried about what Ten Hag will produce next season? Not next season, Michael. I'm more worried about what Ten Hag does from a long-term perspective. If they back him and if he's allowed to do what he needs to do. That's what would worry me. But right now, no, I'm not worried at all. Uh, AWOL says, Tom, Ree madison as a a left eight. Not sure it fits into what Arteta wants because he also wants his left central midfield to collapse into a double pivot off the ball like Xhaka does. Tillemans is a better fit. Um, I know what you're saying. I think that what we've seen from Xhaka is obviously play a very disciplined role. I think that Madison can play that role if we're playing against certain oppositions but not against sides like Chelsea and against City and Liverpool. I think you'd then be more conservative. But I think when there's games where we know that teams are going to sit in and we've got to try and break them down, I think that's when you can ultimately use... uh, I think that's when you can use the... uh, um, the lineup with with madison in that's for sure a final check on the poll uh about gabriel jesus 90 percent of you saying yes 10 percent of you have nearly 300 votes saying no if you haven't already dropped a like on the video as well please make sure you do we're going to wrap things up there i know it's only a short show but i'll start working 10 minutes so i've got to be off and ready to do the blog the live blog we're uh for football london will be going throughout the lead up to today's game and afterwards very much looking forward to seeing what We get done today against Man United. It's going to be a really interesting fixture. Fingers crossed we can take away all three points because, my goodness, we need to. And then we need to start crossing our fingers for Brentford to get a result against Spurs. That's one of the games I've pinpointed that I hope that they would drop points in. So let's wait and see what happens. But there's plenty more still to come from Arsenal this season. Hopefully we're going to see more examples of that today the reaction show for the match will be a little bit later on it won't be on the full-time whistle today because as i say i'm working this game doing the live blog for football london so it'll probably be around five o'clock when the uh the reaction show will be but make sure you stay tuned on twitter because i'll be letting you know when it drops over there make sure you drop a like on the video people subscribe to the channel if you are indeed new around here and i will see you at five o'clock a few hours after full time to break it all down see you soon have a great day and as always up the arsenal. Come on you Gooners. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates are out and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your delivery. You in?